All right, so, Mr. Chris. Sir. As I said again, welcome. Um, you are originally from the 757. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, growing up, 757, you know, I played basketball, football, baseball, whatever. Um, I went to Western Branch High School. Uh, threw the other two sports away and followed my love of basketball. I just carried that on. And um, I was supposed to go to Virginia State. Well, I did go to Virginia State. I was supposed to play basketball. Mm -hmm. Wind up tearing my knee up and tore all three uh, knee ligaments in my left knee. Mm -hmm. And um, wind up, wanting, you know, doing the rehab and stuff and not really wanting to play anymore or anything yeah. like that. It was just and back in the 90s, it's a lot different than it is now when you're rehabbing and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, um, with your, your injury and everything or whatever, did that change your direction as far as your education and um, did it lead you to the career path that, you, that you're that on now? It changed my direction because I had to grow up because um, we playing sports or whatever and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but when you at the top like you are, everybody treats you so wonderful and great and everything like that. Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything anymore. And they just forget about you anyway. So right. I learned that. Check, right? So I learned that. Well, when I graduated high school, I was an honor student. So now you send me to Virginia State with no foundation, nothing for me to do, just mm -hmm. be a regular kid out there. Mm -hmm. I was doing regular kid stuff because I was out of my element. So, <laughs> right. so I had a 1.8 my first year. So You were yeah. taking me in the HBCU experience. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so Enjoying the amenities. <laughs> So it was a couple of years where I was just kind of middling around, um, flirting with going back and playing basketball or whatever. Didn't know what I wanted to do because something I loved so much had been taken away. So I was like, uh, I don't know. So I just came back home or whatever. Mm -hmm. My father was like, man, you need to get a job. Just get a job, do something, get out of this house. And I was taking a couple of classes, but he just wanted me to get a job. And that's how I got a part-time job at recreation. Okay. That kind of changed everything. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I really got into recreation. Just my dad telling me I need to get a job and going through everything that I was going through mentally. How long did you do that before you actually got into getting into the administrative side of it? Uh, let's see. I started part-time. I think I worked part-time two years before I got a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Then I worked... Um, Ten years, I was doing after school and youth programs and stuff like that. And what were you working for? City of Chesapeake. City of Chesapeake, yeah. okay. So, so I was running after school, running um, summer camp, supervising the building, assistant supervising the building. And then um, the athletic position popped up, which was a person that I respected, was a supervisor. So he brought me on to his team and went from there. And that was 2013 when he brought me on. I started full-time 2006, so for nine, ten years I've been doing athletics. Okay. All right, so uh, you're from the 757. What in the world brought you to death? Yeah, you and, know and, 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 and <laughs> I ain't trying to make it sound that bad, but what brought you to death? And what kind of master plan have you come up with, or if you have come up with one, for the youth and athletics in Dallas? Well, um, <clears throat> you know how many times I've heard that every time I tell somebody where I'm from? <laughs> what, what are you doing here? Why you come here? No, I came here because it was an opportunity where I could put my complete 
stamp on a program. Um, I was, the way it was brought to me, that I would have like carte blanche to do whatever it is that I wanted to do um, because they really wanted a rebirth of the program. So, the comeback city. Yeah, <laughs> there's a plenty. And when I came up for my first, in, no, when I came up the second time for the second interview, I was kind of on the fence. I was like, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I really just don't know. But I saw the logo and reimagined that. I mm-hmm. said, okay, baby, I, I could do this. Or, you know what I'm saying, I can, I can make this move. But the master plan is um, all the old heads, like I said, they always tell me how, you know, I was so booming and vibrant sports work um, I've heard a whole bunch of theories of why it went away or how it went away um, I take that input in of how it was booming what everybody liked mm-hmm. but how it, the how and the why I don't, I'm not trying to focus on that just the how are we going to take it back you know, I'm not trying to focus on the past go to the future but the master plan is just to have opportunities for these kids to, you know, register for youth sports. They have opportunities to do many different things. So that that's that's the master plan. And for me to have my face out there so they know it's me and we can have that relationship. It's about having a relationship. Yeah. That's the way I've always done it. So, I mean, that's the easiest part of recreation is the relationships because that's what you're supposed to do. That's everyday life. Well, I mean, right. I, and the only reason I ask that is because, you know, we all came up through that system in one way, shape, or form. Right. And, I mean, you know, I ain't trying to sound like that dude either, but it was booming. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was a jump. But, um, you know, and, and I mean, there's so much potential here, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, there's, there's so many kids that need, that need you. I mean, and they need to see the face. They need to see that person, you know what I'm saying? Because for a long time, that person didn't show their face. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, and that's why I was asking. Because, like I said, it, you know, I, I've talked to Alonzo and yeah, he hollered at me. Oh, <laughs> but, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, the, the other thing, particularly like reviving football and basketball, City. I mean, I know cats that's still talking about what they did back in the day at the city. You know, they acting like they done. I was, they they may have played Division One football. I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah. But on the city league, I, you know, and that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and getting back to that, and Lord, basketball, we even discussed that. I still, I I'm still sure you heard the stories. Hey, boy. I, I mean, we we was Rucker Park around here the way it was acting. Um, I mean, is there any plans to revive in that? Like, you know, just... Well, football, youth football just started off, you know, we just started practice this week and cheerleading. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't very much for me coming in in June. wasn't very much for me to to do. But I know I'm a big Deion Sanders fan. And when he said, I look good, I feel good, I play good, and that's how I carried myself when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So... First thing I did was just got rid of those old jerseys. Like, we need to upgrade. So that's upgrade number one, 
Because even if you just change your look, some people just word of mouth or they see somebody with their jersey on, where you get that from, that's that's the city league. So we made that upgrade. And I'm going to definitely retool that whole program as far as the way it looks, the way it should look, the way a program should look. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do the same thing with basketball. Um, I don't believe in T-shirts or anything like that. It have to look good or the people – what are the people paying for? Preaching. Preaching. You got to look good. <laughs> Preaching. So we're going to upgrade all of those things and just organize it the way it needs to be organized. Well, I mean, I'll, um, I'll say this. And I know Marcus is, you know, talking about the football and basketball. I'll talk about my experience growing up, growing up in the parks and rec. And it wasn't just the sports. Um, right. They used to have like a great summer program, and you know I, I don't hear about it now. But um, it was a place called Stonewall Recreation, mm-hmm. which really wasn't even a summer program. It was just every day. It was, right. I'm pretty sure you heard of this lady named Miss Judy. Yes, Judy Fallen. She was the she director. <laughs> she was the director of that particular um, program at Stonewall, and mm-hmm. her and my mom were really, really good friends, and. My experiences with that, it wasn't just the playing basketball. It was the recreation as a whole. Um, and I can remember being in the summer programs where they had, you know, different things that we would do. We would go bowling. And, you know, I, I would really like to – I I'm just wondered what your thoughts are on that. I would really like to see that because for the kids that's, for the kid that's not an athlete, I mean, we focus so much on athletes. For the kid that just wants to get out of the house and – um, you know, they used to have they, they used to have a uh, water truck. <laughs> I used to go to Glenwood too. They would have a water truck that would come on Fridays. I mean, and as a kid, that was just like kind of like the highlight of my summer. Going to summer, I don't know if they call it summer camp, but it was like summer recreation where you went there Monday through Friday. It was like going to school. Yeah. So, um, what what are your thoughts on that? That um, was the first part of my career. I worked in the community center. I was yeah. assistant director. I mean. I mentored so many kids, mm-hmm. developed relationships with so mm-hmm. many kids. They would see me in a grocery store. They'd be like 20 years old, and they were, yep. they were eight when I was in there, and they would remember who I was, and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I really had an effect on that, that kid's life. Right. Yeah. That's a wonderful feeling. Mm-hmm. And I used to always tell them, like, because, you know, a lot of them played sports, a lot, some of them didn't, some of them wanted to rap. I said, whatever you need to do, whatever you got to do, man, you got to get this, this this degree, this education mm-hmm. so you got some options, man, right, or yeah. plan B. So, like, a lot of kids graduated just off of the things that I said. And I'm like, anything you need for me to do, just bring it up here. Mm-hmm. I would look at kids' transcripts, help them um, mm-hmm. fill out the application. They're like, all right, man, you pr- probably can't go to this school, but you can mm-hmm. go here for two years and then you can go over there. Right. I would help them kids with all that stuff because coming single parent home or mm-hmm. both parents working full time jobs, parents right. might they didn't have time right there. Mm-hmm. Work with those kids every day. That that was definitely a fun time. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like we gotta get back to that. We got recreation uh, center is mm-hmm. important. Yeah, that that's like one of the foundations of a. Uh, I know back you know when when we were all around the same age, but mm-hmm. I know. Um, Back in our younger days, you know, you had multiple gyms around the city. Your coach, mm-hmm. Glenwood, the Squire Armory, the City Armory. Any given day, you might have all of those gyms open. Glenwood, um, mm-hmm. the coach, 
was another one. Mm-hmm. Open for open gyms and, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, you guys just play one place, get off, leave there, go play somewhere else, or whatever the case may be. We all did that. That would be me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, we all did it at some point. But it doesn't seem like it's really as much of an option anymore. I know I think the Squire still has some open gyms, but I don't really hear much about the younger kids doing that because the gyms are not open anymore like they used to be. Is that is that something with the city or it's is it? You know, well, he was just game. Uh, I know you haven't been here long, so I think from my memory of what I was told, like yeah. 2016, 20 around that time, it was some budget crisis hit mm-hmm. in Danville, yeah. and they were forced to, to close. close all those centers down, mm-hmm. and they lost the positions, the people that were running the buildings, and then they lost all of those positions. So now they only have it open for like spot duty. Just like spot duty yeah, time, rent it or something. So like they got to get the budget back right to get it back. Open. Is there any plans for? Yeah, they do have plans for it. Okay, they do have plans. I think that would be a you know a great yeah. asset to it. They even had a great senior citizen. I remember the old people talking about meeting up at the senior citizen center and they would play bingo. And I mean, just uh, just different things that you know I can remember from 10, 15 years ago. Well, I'm probably longer than that. I'm, a little bit older. I was 20 years ago, 25 years ago that, you know, I think we kind of lost sight of. And I think it's important. It's an important foundation to have. You know, we, we have a casino coming, so we're going to have a lot of entertainment coming to the city. Mm-hmm. But it's still good to have that, you know, Parks and Rec. Um, you know, the, the things that the Parks and Rec brings. You, you know, they used to do people, like... Um, a lot of people moving in. Yeah. yeah. They'll be bringing kids in and having kids and all of that. So mm-hmm. it'll definitely be something uh, moving forward that, that would be good to bring back to the city. Uh, hopefully you definitely can stay involved in that. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like your your mission, Your you said something about putting your stamp on things. What would be your ultimate stamp of approval that, you know, coming here from another area that you can, can come in and make an influence and really show people that, okay, I'm here. You know, I'm gonna put my stamp on the comeback city and you know revitalize the. Speaking of the devil, <laughs> <laughs> tell tell us just a little bit about that. You know, uh, and what you, what you, what it is you want to accomplish. Um, basically, growing it back to will it ever be what it used to be? Probably not, because there's so many different things going on. Right, right. Well, people always get that misconstrued yeah. like right. it's gonna be back to what it was. Yeah. You know, just bringing back the energy. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to bring back. Of course. Yeah, I, I think if you bring back the energy. Yeah, the enthusiasm. I, I think that, that is bringing it back. That, I mean, that, the energy is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. you can't. I mean, when we were doing it, there wasn't there was no social media. We didn't have a phone. We barely had a computer. I mean, like I said, I, I was the one. Uh, let's see, I'll be at Glenwood. This. And then we I get over to the squad by this time, and oh, yeah, then I'll be sure. over there. Yeah, because you should keep us in the car with me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, but, I'll leave uh, you there. One yeah, 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 one another. You know what I'm saying? But, While Fred was out there giving us a business and was 12 years old, he looked like he was 6'5", <laughs> 12. Right. But, I mean, you know, so if, if I think a lot of it, getting that energy and getting that enthusiasm. Because, I mean, to, it's harder to get kids going with that stuff now because of mm-hmm. so many distractions distractions video games, you know, video games. Yeah. you know we you 
know, yeah, we get in a little session of Madden in between hoop sessions, but you know, we was right. going, we was going to hoop. It was, uh, you know, what I'm saying we were going, we were going to ball. So I think, like I said, if you get that energy back, that enthusiasm back, I, I think that to me, I'm like, I think that's getting it back to where mm-hmm. everything else takes care of. Yeah, because it ain't going to be 1995 over there, but you know, whatever. You can do in 2022, and I believe you got the what it takes to do it. Um, how much of that, you guys? I know it's off topic a little bit. How much of that you think influences um, the high school sports with not having some of oh, that in man. place? Like, I know they still you know they have AAU things and some some still some city things here and there or whatever. But with not being like it used to be and not getting that rep that just playing and playing and playing mm-hmm. like we all did or whatever. That's got to have some impact on that level of talent as they grow into, you know, high school, junior high school, whatever. Man, if J.C. Cheney was here, I mean, I believe he could do a whole sermon on that. I mean, yeah, we need to get him back for it. Yeah, I mean, J.C., come back. Where you at? And, and you can speak on this too. I, I think in order to have a great your city league is I've always viewed it as your feeder program into your yeah. junior varsity, your middle school teams, your high school teams. I remember Coach Logan being in one of my city league games and watching me play and I was just like just kinda awestruck the whole time. I'm like, man, that's that's Coach Logan, man. He's the J V coach, you know. I'm, yeah. that's that's my ambition is to play for him. Mm-hmm. So but that shows you that he Understood that he understood that this is the talent that I'm gonna see in two, three years, or next year, or whatever the case may be. So yeah, I think it is important. I mean, you tell me what you think. I think it's important. It all kind of intertwines together. When I played rec football my second grade year, the varsity coach was uh, Lou Johnston, Western Branch. He would come down and teach every coach his offense, the wing team. Yep. He would reach out. They practice not too far away. He Come on, come by like once a week, check everybody out. Then he would go to the middle school, yep. would check them out, make sure he check out all of those kids. By the time you got there, you already knew who he was. You oh, already yeah. knew who he was by the time you were like nine, ten years old. You knew who he was. Yep. Yeah. He knew who you were. Mm-hmm. So that definitely important. Yep. But and then everybody in every borough in Chesapeake would do that. All the high school coaches mm-hmm. would do that. And then all of a sudden it just went away. And now you see Kids, they don't even have that, that affiliation for that area anymore. Why, they just why is that school. though? <laughs> I'm trying to understand what is the what's the disconnect because I see that in a lot of the. Um, I don't think the coaches really want to put forth put that the work. Right, they, they, they think they're they gonna get a player on on the JV team or the middle school team, and you you gonna develop them. No, nah, the development actually starts. Early. In those, you know, in those city leagues. I remember coaches coming in doing camps, man. I mean, and that's what it takes to really build a, a foundation for a good um, crop of young players. Hey, I don't you know. know it's if never it's, always one thing because now when you got that longer period where they can work, they mm-hmm. just work at the kids to death anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they don't really even have time to come back. That's true. Yeah. Now you're going to have. I mean, I, I mean, I know we throwing everything on you. I know. Uh, <laughs> Look, we got a whole lot of office script questions. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, I know we, like, putting the weight of the world on your shoulders. But, I mean, are, are you, do you, have you assembled, like, a team, got help? I mean, like I said, I mean. When I came in, I was 
by myself, solo. So I was just able to hire two people. So they probably won't start till sometime mid-September, October. So I'd be by myself for a little while, which is fine because you know, I can just put my own building blocks so when they come in, I got something that I want set already. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, we, we, we won't make it seem like we were trapping like, like, Yeah, like, I know. Like, damn, I, I don't fill up in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> he hit me hard. Nah, but I, I can just tell by the way you you respond and answer the questions that, I mean, we I think we all have a similar mindset. I think that's... Um, I think we in good hands. Yeah, I mean, and that's what... Danville, you talked about um, the slogan. I mean, I, that's that's Danville as a whole, I feel like. It's, it's, we, we building ourselves back, you know, trying to almost rebrand ourselves. So. Right. Even, even the sports league, youth league, rec league, rebranding yourself. Right? All the way to the And he said, yeah, he said it's never going to be 1995 uh, when Val Brown was here playing, because I remember back home, people were like, man, he ain't, ain't going do nothing when he come down here. I said, all right. I mean, 30 points is 30 points. Right. <laughs> right. And when he came down to Churchill High School, which is right around the uh, corner from my house, I said, I said, 30 points is 30 points. Mm-hmm. And he was 35, 35, 30, all the way on to the state. I said, yeah. I said, I told y'all, 35, 30 points is 30 points. Yeah. We played uh, Indian River back in '96, um, so we probably got a little bit of a little bit of uh, buzz in the city at, the, at that particular time. I guess it's been a long time. I don't know, but um, Jason Cape in the river, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Anything else uh, for, for Mr. Chris right now? No, man. I wish you the best, man. If we can do anything to help you. What that would be, but uh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I mean, even from a media standpoint, um, you want us to announce anything, you know, yeah, get definitely. anything out on the airways, we'll do that. So, we're, we we're here to support you. Post us on Facebook, so we got to, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, anytime you want us to, you know, do anything, mm-hmm. we can help the cause definitely, you know, call on us. Yeah, I'm gonna use every resource out here because there's a lot of people just like you all around the same age, they, they want to. Just see some effort. That's that's what I get from everybody. Yeah. Like, you just want to see somebody make an effort right. to, to do something. So okay. I'm definitely here to do that. So that's, that's I mean, the I mean, I know you know, budget cuts. I mean, yeah, that, you can't help stuff. COVID. You can't yeah, help stuff can, like that. But. They can't bring you in with a new position. Not give you the money to do nothing. They got, <laughs> <laughs> they got, they got to give you something to work with. Now. Yeah, that's always a double edged sword. Yeah, you I know that. I yeah, guess we, we can't. We want, we want the world, but we're gonna give you. Uh, that's one thing, I mean, yeah. yeah, I've been told, hey, I, you can spin. Yeah. Okay. Hey, well. Spin why they tell you to spin. Right. That's, that's the only thing I can do because yeah. I'm like, y'all don't know how I spin the Chesapeake, so I don't know if you're ready for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, go yeah. ahead and spin yeah, it. Unless you know what it's time to reel it back a little b
All right, we're going to move on to our NBA topics for the day, man. You're going to stay with us and talk a little basketball, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Well, we got um, – the reason I said the devil walked in, I ain't mean that like that. This is one of my <laughs> yeah, he my young brothers, man. Uh, he He's a little misguided, but – we still no, love him. Crazy. We still love him to come on. Cause <laughs> uh, we we gonna talk something yeah. about this with Chris after after the, Chris around our age, so he probably gonna see some of this the same thing I, we do. So we talking that crazy stuff. But anyway, we're gonna give you a chance to talk. Cause you, you, you. Go we are. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should. I'm gonna go get a burrito. Oh, man. Go get your energy. Up. Oh, hold on. You need that energy. No, you don't need that. You need the right kind of energy, though. All right, so we gonna move on, guys. Um, the Brooklyn Nets uh, says that Kevin Durant um, oh. is moving forward with Brooklyn after meeting with the ownership. Um, are you surprised he's staying with the Nets after his trade request on June the 30th? It's a whole mess in Brooklyn right now. But I'm not surprised he's staying. You're not surprised he's staying? There's no Tell path for him. To, there's nowhere for him to go. Yeah, that's true. No path. Yeah, he's stuck. He had no leverage at all. No. No, and then um, when, when Phoenix let Aiton go ahead and Get his unrestricted. That, that messed him up. That, that was the only path he had. Well, between that and the Rudy Gobert trade, that shut down all oh, avenues yeah. in the NBA for him to go anywhere. And if I'm Brooklyn, there's no. I mean, you got to give me everything. Mm-hmm. I want everything because I'm not. You didn't hold me hostage for three years, <laughs> and they gonna walk out the door now. I need naming rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want, I want a, a piece of the apparel. Royalties from Pearl and everything. Martin, go ahead and jump in on that. For one, I'm glad this is over, so we won't have to talk about this no more. Um, it's only over for this year, but it's only over for right now. It ain't over. They don't figure out how to get Steve Nash about it. That's going to be the next year. I mean, I'm, I'm like, he had no choice. I've been saying that the whole time. He, he has no choice. He signed four year extension. I mean, Right, the thing with Kevin Durant now, I think this hurts. If anything, it hurts his legacy because he kind of comes out now like, you know, eh, like, bro, you nice, but kind of, kind of like a little bitch. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you had Golden State, you had the perfect situation there. Why? You know, you wanted to do it on your own. Did it on your own, and then you got a hot mess. I mean, he really has no choice. He's got to make the best of this, and I think to me, the only way to solidify his legacy and to almost to a point of rebuilding it, you got to win. He's got to win championship. a championship, or at least get to the finals with this bunch. I mean. They're not a bad team on paper. They added some, you know, some, they're, some solid they're pieces not, in the offseason. They're not bad, but to me, they're the fourth or fifth seed because they're what? not. They're, really? See, all right, man. Yeah. He, not, he just okay. <laughs> they're the fourth or fifth seed. Okay, so you, said, fifth oh, so, so you said they're better than Milwaukee. Yes. Okay, you're on drugs. Um, they're better than Philly. Oh, hold on, time out, time out. They're better than Boston. Did, um... Did uh was Kyrie Irving in a car wreck? Oh, don't don't get me started there. 
Is he playing? Kyrie playing, right? He get traded today. Did Kyrie get traded? Kevin, did Kyrie get traded? No, not yet. Is Ben Simmons still on the team? Are you really going to Man, look. I'm, I'm gonna say this it's right here, right it's now. Too early to walk out, man. First question. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm gonna say this. No, I'm gonna say this right here. Let me go get your boy. <laughs> With Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons, man, top two team in the East, championship contender. Yes, they need a coach. That's what I, they need. I they need a coach. Say, if they start, if they start slow, Steve Nash might be in trouble. What the hell? What? I mean, what, what did I say that was crazy? <laughs> if Ben Simmons comes back 100%, you talking about... Come back, look, if, if come Gold, back and make your argument. If Golden State can win a championship the way they were constructed last year, you mean to tell me you don't think Brooklyn can win a championship? No, I'm coming back to this. Yeah, I mean, first of all, okay, Ben, ben Simmons is a better version of Draymond Green. With the Prozac, yeah. Well, he's going to be on it. Yeah, they got him medicated. He's ready to go, man. He, he ain't worried about nothing. What you so, got to uh, think about his point is <coughs> if they come back focused. Thank ready, you. They, they got mean, to they be, be a focused. And, and I you don't do, know what it's going to be. I don't It could be some of both. All the two out of 80. That's only three head cases. So that's, I, that's, I that's, don't uh, trust. That's the only thing for me that, that, that I question is their stability. And, that, and this, is why, this is why I say what I say. Boston is solid. Milwaukee is solid. Philly is solid. Brooklyn can be in the finals. Brooklyn can almost not make the playoffs. Philly is solid. Yeah, they they are solid, but to me they're not. They're still not championship contenders. Neither is Brooklyn. You you got man. You you just sit. You just sit here and say, okay, Durant. If if Durant is straight. If Kyrie is straight, if Ben Simmons, yeah, yeah but that's if, if, if. That's and the if with and if, I, and if I'm Steve Nash, I'm looking going like, look, every every team has that. Trying to get me up out of here, and I was. Every team has that. Yeah, Golden State. Kyrie started out last season saying we don't even need a coach. Listen, just roll the ball out there. We got it. Listen, listen. Last year, you made the same argument about Golden State. You was like, well, it's too many ifs. If Clay come back at 100%. If, well, guess what? He didn't come Golden back Golden State is also a, a more stable, solid franchise. Yeah. we'd all be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he said all kinds of crazy stuff about Golden State. But Golden State is a more stable franchise. Oh, damn, damn, you say that. But just six months ago, Clay, three, Clay was on one three leg. best players are three biggest damn head cases in the damn league. Ben Simmons ain't played in a damn year and a half. Yeah, that's why. You I don't say, even know what the hell he That's doing. why I say they need a coach. They don't need, still they don't need personnel changes. They need a coach. They need somebody I'm that can I'm sitting there looking on Instagram. He's taking three shots. Come on, I'm working on my game. One, one of the biggest reasons they lost and they got swept in the playoffs is they got outcoached. Exactly. Miserably. Well, well hold on. You make my point. Exactly. They Big, got outcoached. They didn't get outplayed. Three head cases yeah, and, a, and a bad coach. Are you telling me some championship? Man, Kyrie is uh, you, top you, ten. You about, to you about to come over here? Kyrie, a top ten player in this league. No, never mind. Sit on over there. You can, <laughs> he's he's looking at this side. I, I say he's a top. Kyrie is a top ten talent. He, yeah, he's a top ten talent. Top ten talent. I, you know, whatever his mental situation may be, I think they got something to prove, man. And I know they got 
they know that they know that they got something to prove. And I feel like this year, especially with Steph Curry and Golden State winning a championship, Kevin Durant probably in the gym right now. He in the lab right now. He's oh, you, man, you, talk, you talked about his legacy too. I mean, really? Let, let me clarify something. That's a sport. His legacy is not in jeopardy, in my opinion. I don't care what he do. He's still top fifteen player of all time. Yeah. He ain't got to do nothing else. He can he can pop his Achilles tomorrow, and he's still top fifteen player of all time. Now, if he wants to get in that top ten discussion. That's he got to win. He got to win one on his own. Exactly, he do. Okay, but let man, y'all, we gotta stop talking. doing that, man. We act like being a top fifteen. Man, you trash, man. You, you no. only one of the fifteen greatest players of all time. Okay, have you ever have you ever seen a list where they say, "Come on, let's talk about the top 11 <laughs> It's just the top ten. That's it. I mean, well, he they always be. argue who's a uh, where. Why you got that guy? Oh, he's number 12. He would be 12 on my list. You know, he could be in the top 10. That's why I don't even be, even believe in that legacy stuff or top 10 or anything like that. Because it's all bias. It's all about what you perceive. It's all about what you saw. And see, this is what I say. It's all about what you saw and how it made you feel. That's why I say I can't talk about Will Chamber because the, the the feeling aspect wasn't there. I won't, now, my dad can talk about that. He can say, man, Will I'll tell you what, man. He should back people under the paint. See, you talk to an old head about Wilson, they get excited. That ain't going to make me excited. But you start talking about Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron, people I actually saw play. Don't even get excited. So it's all about perspective anyway. <laughs> like, people, these young kids, man, they probably think Kevin Durant the best things in the slice bread. It's all about what you saw and how it made you feel. Did it motivate you? Did it make you want to play basketball? Man, you love that talking about some Will Chamberlain and he playing in black and white. You can't even see the ball. <laughs> you don't know what the ball. <laughs> you, want see, you want to see black and white? Look, look, look you want to see black and white? Look at the field. We, we don't even record. know if he scored 100 he, points. He, all, all, all we got all, is him all his, up all his black and white is on the NBA record. We, we ain't got no footage of him scoring not one of them 100 points. So for all we know, that could be just a <laughs> middle. <laughs> It, it won't a sold out crowd. It was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> you ever been to Hershey, Pennsylvania? No, I have not. Man, that's not Philadelphia. That's like, <laughs> matter of fact. Matter of fact. Matter of fact, we're like going to Chatham. Matter of fact, I'm like playing at the Square Aubrey in Chatham. You said, "Yeah, man, I had 120 today." <laughs> that is that. Man, he, he won't even on a big stage. Like I said, bro, and he you want to look at black and white? Six five. You want to look at black and white? If you want to look at black and white. Go look at the NBA record book. You'll see all the damn Will Chamberlain you want to see. Yeah, uh, stop, yeah he got that. He definitely got that. You can stop being damn disrespectful. But, but when, <laughs> when they start having Spe- teams, especially for being a big man, you, you, you know what's funny? When they start having television, his numbers start going down. When people start <laughs> seeing him play every night, he went from scoring 50 points a game to scoring 25, <laughs> 22, 21. That's why they had scorekeepers. The, the more, more TVs that came out, we was actually able to see those games, the more his numbers went down. It's hilarious to me. I love Will Chamberlain, man. No, you don't. No, you don't. I, I'm more impressed with no, 20,000 than no, I am. No, no. See, that's your damn problem. Y'all were 20,000. 20,000. That's his legend to me. He'll always be legend. Alright, we're going to move on, man. Now that Katie's saga is over for now, this season, and Kyrie is staying. I guess 
Uh, what's the net ceiling going into the season? We already kind of touched about it a little bit, but Brooks, tell me what you you were saying. You thought they were the top what, four or five, so he tell said me six, five, six. six. So tell me where, where you think that ceiling. I had, I got them being like the fourth or fifth seed. I mean, I can see them getting. I can see them if everything go right. I can see them getting to the finals, but I think more realistic, they're gonna probably be second round. Now, I, I don't disagree with you about the fourth or fifth seed because I don't think Kevin Durant going to play enough games for them to be a one or two That's why I'm saying that's why. Um, Boston is solid. Ben Simmons going to have some good solid. Days, Philly so. is solid. Um, you might be right about that, but I do think if, if they put the pieces together, they have championship talent. And then, like I said, you, you got to have a coach. Ben Simmons then you got you – got, you got, those three that are, I feel are more solid. Then you got to, if Ben Simmons is straight, if, if Nat, how long Nash going to be there? What, what move Kyrie going to be in? But that's every team. Every, every team in the East has that same if. Um, what if Philadelphia, if James Harden comes back in shape. I've been seeing videos of him working out and getting trimmed. It's, a, it's still an if. You know, is that going to translate to the court? I mean, you had like two down. How the hell James Harden gets you 22? The only only top team in the East that doesn't have an if is Milwaukee. Thank you. Because now you got Boston with Dangle Brown's name out there being traded for Kevin Durant. We don't know where his mental state going to be. He might be ready to get out of that, too. Y'all threw me out there like that. Send me on somewhere. He's been trade bait for them five years. He ain't going to bother you. So, Chris, what do you think that's it is? Yeah, he has. Today, as we sit today, with the Cincinnati, he'll be right there in the second round. Got to go against Milwaukee. Got to go against Philly. I mean, that's gonna be tough regardless for all four of the teams. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not a bad spot to be in. They can be right there in the mix. They got the talent to do it. Yeah, something could definitely fall apart. We all know that. Yeah, but that's what anybody. Right I mean, now, they're gonna be right there in that Eastern Conference semifinal, trying to push on. Look, what up? The formula I always say: Who wins championships? We got most of the time. Defense. Nah, they ain't oh, not the NBA. Maybe in college. No. Superstars. Oh, superstars. Okay. Superstars. You got see <laughs> superstars. You know what superstars get? They get calls. They get the whistle. They get the benefit of the whistle. Um, Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant. Don't I'm being Simmons really not that I'm level of a superstar, Mike. but they got two. Don't stop. I'm trusting you, Mike. Don't stop. Man. I never look at him. Hey, Jane, he, 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 he getting ready to get reckless. Go, go get a burrito, man. This is the ultimate Michael Jordan hater over there. You got you to gotta have defense. Now, I think that's where Ben Simmons comes in at. I think Ben Simmons can be a elite defender. You know what I'm saying? Ben Simmons is yeah. – he ain't going to be able to shoot the ball. Don't be looking ben for that. Ben Simmons was an elite defender before he left. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what they need. And, and he can play multiple positions. He can play point guard. He can play power forward. And that's what they're going to need him to do. He's going to have to be like their version of Draymond Green, except he's more athletic. And he can get to where he wants on the floor. I ain't going to say he's a better passer, but he's, he's – I think right now he would probably be a better – Overall defender than Draymond. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I just think he laterally he can move. He can move like a guard. I think he can defend. He can jump. If they put it together, man, they got a chance. The only problem I see with Ben Simmons is 
He could do all of those things. We know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to guard him at all. You want to oh, prove to me you. that you can even oh, make a layup. I'm gonna need you to jump. hit at least two or three yeah. jumpers. I'm, I'm not even oh, talking that's about jumping. I'm gonna let him drive and see where his head is. <laughs> he got to show me all of that because if he that's can't true. do anything out so there, why, yeah, why you playing? That's, that's there's no way you can facilitate if you have somewhat of a threat of at least getting a layup. He was giving up layups. He passed up a dunk. That is true. That would bog that would bog down Kyrie and KD from doing what they need to do. That's true. Yeah, that's true. He 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 does have to. He has to at least take those open shots. And I mean, that's just a necessity to keep everybody honest. Giannis does it. They airball is what he do. Go right back and shoot this guy. Okay. Gonna play the best defense in the world. Man, Don't Yannis might be one of the best players in the world, man. Don't be compared to Look, this man said last week that uh, he, he said Yannis would, would give Hakeem Olajuwon the business. He would give him a good three-fold Euro step crossover dunk on his Man, we talking about on his, on his, Hakeem Olajuwon probably invented all this. He didn't even have stuff. a hairline, so I don't even want to hear nothing about it. Okay. He ain't Sorry. got nothing to even say. You don't know I, what I, I'm speechless. <laughs> 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 right, look, hey, we're look, look, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. He, he, he went like, he went like, ninety-two. Michael Jordan was focusing on winning championships. I bet just coming out the world. Anything you, anything you learn about basketball, you learn off NBA inside. Getting off and getting beat up every series and getting swept in the first round. That's what Jordan was doing. Man, so, yes, not smoking cigars, yeah, you're right. Smoking cigars, stressed out. Look, 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 you with really the red chocolate you know, you ain't Alright, so the next domino to drop in the NBA is possibly um, the Knicks are still trying to facilitate a trade to bring in um, it's a Nick fan over there to bring in Donovan Mitchell. Right now the projection is that New York may be trading to Evan Fournay, Obi Toppin, two unprotected and three protected picks for uh, Donovan Mitchell. That's a lot to give up for Donovan Mitchell, but Mr. Brooks, since New York is where you call home in Danville, Virginia, I'm gonna go ahead and let you discuss that the topic first. Longest reigning New York fan, I don't yeah. know. And you and Spike Lee, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the first. Oh yeah, true. Go ahead, go ahead and jump in there. Is anybody else jump out? They got beat by 13. Get a pro out. You gonna give up 10 players for Michigan? His teammate got about eight players, so I mean, you know. Yeah, this go eight points. <clears throat> it's on. I hear you. Did they pull the trigger? Hell no! Ain't no what? You know what? They gonna pull We will. Yeah. We will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> We're going to do it, and then we're going to have us two six two guards that can't neither one play defense. And they're going to find Thibodeau with the uh, all-star break. Probably. <laughs> and, and, 
He gonna be the first domino to drop. Yeah, go ahead. I, I would actually almost pull the trigger on this if we hadn't got Jalen Brunson. Make no sense. Because. Jalen Brunson in the backcourt is not, that, a, I mean, not a good fit at all. No, no, I mean. It, 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 yeah, I and first, me, I would be tapping. Untouchable. Almost untouchable. Oh, oh. Fournier? Untouchable. Huh? <laughs> I don't, I don't, no. I don't. <laughs> I everybody would have hits is touchable. Everybody. I'm sorry, Kevin Durant. Hold on, hold on. All the Knicks can be touched. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. He touched that whole squad. Hold, hold on. Hold on. The old squad. Hold on. Obi Toppins, his energy. Oh, man. Man, you can go to G League and find somebody to get some energy. <laughs> I, not like, hey, come on, man. You got this man from 757 laughing at you over here, man. Come on, man. I don't give a thing. We talk, <laughs> we talk about my nigga. I, exactly. Look, I mean, I think you're too emotionally involved in this to answer. Maybe I ain't. You know what? I ain't going to even answer. Man, it's the most New York Nick thing that you can do. Is do the same thing you've done for the last 25 years. Exactly. You will trade away half your team for one guy that don't even fit with the guy you just signed. I love Kellum Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, that was... They the ones that fell for that trick. Yeah. If you don't want to come now, I mean, you don't want to come with your free agent, then we don't want you. That's all they had to tell Carmelo. He gave the whole team away. I like Spider. I'm, I'm still mad about that. I like Spider. Well, I like it again. I like Spider, but it's not going to work at all. And it's... A perfect thing for the New York Knicks to do. Something that everybody knows is not gonna work. Well, I agree with y'all. I don't think it's gonna work, but I think it'll be entertaining. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what they need in New York some entertainment. They don't need no damn morning. <laughs> New York is a boring. You wanna entertain <laughs> when? They got, they got a boring coach. You want you wanna entertain they got, me when? They got a boring they got a boring squad. Get to the damn play. That's entertaining. <laughs> And Spike Lee Damn, 33 and 49 ain't entertaining. Ain't a damn thing happening about that. They kicked him out of the ring. I'm tired of watching damn 90s Knicks hardwood glass and shit. Sweat, y'all. It don't make sense. I don't give a damn. What difference do it make we score 130 and give them 140? That's Broadway, man. We got to entertain. Because they posting up the whole damn backcourt. Lose to. Akeem, uh, the dream, Elijah Wan. Yeah. 
the one chance he had to win when Michael Jordan went around, he still got smoked. Thanks, John Starks. <laughs> and I'm still Starks. mad at him. <laughs> he had a bad shooting night, but it's always damn on the table. I don't see no damn on the table. It's damn Wayne. No, why we always got a New York segment? Get the questions. Huh? Get the questions. I know. Why are you gonna complain about your own segment? I didn't think it would emotionally affect me like it is. <laughs> and then you being disrespectful. You look very Thomas disturbed. Thomas damn right entertaining. Yeah, they entertaining. You look real disturbed. You and Stephen right A, boy. I tell you what. They're, they're entertaining. I don't give a damn no entertainment. I can watch the league pass. I don't need no do damn like entertainment. The, do you like the Yankees? Yeah. That's your best bet. <laughs> You're a New York fan. And, and that, 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 that ain't saying a whole damn lot right now. They good the last couple months. So, uh, nah, they ain't judges. Not gonna cover oh, yeah. all the balls. So. He's still doing this thing. They lost more games than one last year. Yeah, pass on it. Yeah. Try to move on. Pressure go up. Pressure go up. talking crazy. You need to follow, you need to get you another team because it, it ain't gonna what? happen. Yeah, get you another team. The application on Google to apply for this team. No, it's a good no, man. Look, no, I'm not gonna be a Golden State fan. No, 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 no. He's a Golden State fan. I'm a Steph Curry fan. Like I'm orange and blue to the damn day I die. I'll I've been orange and blue since I was about damn eight, seven, eight years old. You might die for the orange the playoffs. Well, I might. See, man, we're going to put the New York Knicks M1 on your casket. That ain't going to be a good look. They're like, man, having one. I'm going to be blue. buried in my damn, one of my damn Knicks jerseys. Oh, I ain't decided to believe that. This is your real problem. I believe that. Damn right. I, I ain't decided which one yet. <laughs> But it's gonna be one of them. You know what? And I already told my wife if she do if she put me in a suit, I'm coming back at home. I guess. Look, that don't make people like you no more, man. You, you loyal. I, 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 I don't like losing. I got a problem. I ain't, I ain't, no, I ain't, I ain't like some of y'all be like, oh, I, I just like the player. I go where the player goes. Yeah, no, uh, when you and left the Knicks and went to the Magic, I ain't watch no damn Magic. <laughs> I ain't looking at the damn Seattle Sonics. If I was a Knicks fan, I'd be, yeah, I'd root for the players. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm changing. Yeah. You, you got a bad owner. Out, man. You got a bad owner. You got you bad management up. all the way through. They about to trade no, the whole we, team we, away again for a guy no, you know we, is not going to work. We, Why be a fan of that? Why be a fan of that? I can see if it won't over 20 years. <laughs> I can see if it was 10 years in the bad spot. It's been over 20 years. And they keep Man, doing this thing. People don't even want to come to New York. Kind of like the Cowboys. It's been 25 years. Kevin Durant had a chance to come to New York. He said, nah, I'll go to Brooklyn. I mean, Brooklyn is New York. But, man. It's not the same thing anymore. Yeah, not the same thing. It's not. Manhattan. Downtown. Madison Square Garden. He chose the Barclays Center where they cheer for the other the, team. The Knicks are New York. Even with all the foolishness with Kevin Durant, Guess what? It's still all about the Knicks. Well, we're going to move on from that topic, sir, because you look very disturbed about <laughs> that. So we're going to get away from I'm that. I'm disturbed. Yeah. It's sweating profusely now. Um, speaking of the Garden and the New York Knickerbockers, the next topic, this this man, anytime he was there, he always put on the show, Mr. Kobe Bean Bryant. Thoughts on his legacy since 823 and his birthday being on 824, and uh, they made it Mamba Day. Mr. Chris, 
I know you said when we were talking before you weren't a big Kobe fan, but tell us about uh, your, your Kobe memories and, and a little bit about his legacy from your perspective. Yeah, I talk about like me not being the big Kobe fan. I was a Kobe hater because everybody would say he was like Mike, you know, like nah, nobody like, touches like him. You, man. Nobody touches like him. He may be good, but he not he's not him. And then a lot of stuff he did when he was younger was kind of fake and phony, and he was trying to be Mike. I'm like, man, be your own self. He started doing that as he got older. But some memories I have about Kobe. I remember baby fro Kobe. Um, the dunk under the, the dunk under the, the nasty dunk under like that. Uh, I remember old Kobe standing on the uh, score table going like this. But the thing I remember is you know him playing hard every night. And you don't people don't even play half a season anymore. He played every night. With him going to Germany to get the stuff taken out of his knee in that experimental surgery. Like, nobody's really, only Giannis is out there playing at least 80% of the games. But, um, yeah, really. It's okay for other people. But I tell you, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. But the thing is, like, when I became a Kobe Bryant fan, it's like his post career, like, him coaching his daughter. I know he ran his oldest daughter away from basketball because she used to play just like Gigi. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you didn't see her anymore. He was like, nah, she just played volleyball. I was like, oh, okay. And then he started getting fat. So I was like, yeah, he ran her away from basketball. But <laughs> with him doing, um, when he was doing detail on ESPN, mm-hmm. and he got that, what, he got an Oscar? He got an yeah. Oscar on his docs. I was like, man, Kobe doing it bigger than when he was doing it on the court already. So I was interested to see how far he was going to take it, what he was yeah. going to do with his business interests. So, and he was an ambassador for the game. Like, he would tell you everything he was thinking. He was like, yo, when we play basketball, he's like, damn, you know. You see, I call it psychosis because you got to be a little psychotic to be that good yeah, in like, anything you do. Michael Jordan type of thing. Yeah. 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 Bird. No, you got another brother. Go, Brooks. Go, Brooks. Well, Brooks, you've been summoned. No, 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 go ahead, bro. Nah, I don't want to go you last. Might start, oh, this this you might start guy. tearing up. This is my guy, so I don't want to go last. You might start tearing up. We like to read your, uh, your uh, the thing that you wrote about that on uh, the show one day. Oh, yeah, no doubt. no doubt. That, for sure. But go ahead, bro. The thing I liked about Kobe was the basketball IQ. I watched um, Kobe doing work. Matter of fact, I got that DVD at the house. That and watching DVD. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, you, you got to buy this for that. That's the only reason you got. I, I have already, but uh, anyway, it was uh between Kobe doing work in detail. I mean, just I you could sit there and listen to Kobe talk about the game all day long. That was, man, that was like coach's tape. Some of it was even better than coach's tape. I mean. I think about it sometimes like if he was still living and the knowledge that he was, you know, putting, um, you know, putting down, man, I, I mean, Kobe is actually one of my favorite players outside of the Nick, the New York Nick. I don't care what y'all say. Anyway, um... <laughs> But it's just his basketball IQ is just like off the damn charts. That's probably the thing about Kobe that impresses me more than anything. Ferguson, yes, a little bit. Well, yeah, this will be a little bit. I mean, to me, one more. 
Growing up, man, Mike was my guy. And it kind of shaped everything that I wanted to do with basketball. I tried to emulate Mike myself. Of course, I didn't have that same, <laughs> I didn't have those same natural gifts. But, I mean, who didn't want to be Michael Jordan? Um, and I, I will tell you this. Uh, I told him this off the record when we were talking before the show. I was introduced to a guy named Kobe Bryant when Michael retired. When Jordan retired, everybody was looking for, like, man, what are we going to do now? Because if you were a Jordan fan, when Jordan retired, it was like, man, I can't even watch basketball. Yeah, Michael Jordan ain't playing? So when... Kobe started to emerge. You know, I started looking at his his confidence, his swag. I was like, okay, okay. This really ain't even Michael Jordan to me. I, I never really thought other than the fadeaway. I mean, I think he kind of padded that after Jordan. Of course, he took some of the footwork from Jordan. But to me, he, he was always his own. Huh? Yeah, he, he did. He did still that. But um, he was always his own person. But the thing that I love the most about Kobe was when I watched basketball, especially as a younger guy, not so much now. Even now, I, I want to be motivated. And when I um, when I wrote my little piece about Kobe, that's one of the things I talked about. It's like you never know. I would stay up late at night to watch him because it would motivate me even in my personal life for what to do for the next day. This dude was so driven to be great, that motivated me. I say everybody needs to have that same passion toward whatever it is that your passion is. Right, mama if, mentality. Yeah, that mama mentality, that's not just basketball, that's life. If you got that mama mentality toward whatever it is that you want to do, you can succeed. And that's what I took from Kobe. He motivated me more than any other player. Jordan was kind of unattainable. Like, the stuff that he did was just like, you ain't going to do that. LeBron, to me, is unattainable. Like, you're not going to be 6'9". If you're a kid, you watching LeBron, unless you're 6'9", 250, and <laughs> jump out the gym, good well, luck. Well, you're not, you're not going to emulate LeBron. Half on your body. What Kobe did was he showed us that if you work hard, if yeah. you are maniacal, if you got that drive, that crazy, like he talked about, that craziness to, to succeed. Yep. You can do whatever you want to do. And that's not just in basketball, but that's in life. Yeah. So that's what I learned from Coach Brown more than anything else. And I do think, y'all don't think I'm crazy. I think he, <laughs> I don't even want to say this. this is, I'm going to make Brooks and I'm going to make everybody get up from the table. I think Kobe was better than Michael. Ooh, woo, what you got to say about that, Kel? Now, listen, now, now, now hear me on this. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen to me. I'm gonna get yeah. you another basketball. Did he okay. have more success than Mike? No. <laughs> but when you look, when you look, when you look, when you look at their games, longevity. When you look at their games, I did. I looked at all. Mike did. Kobe did everything. Mike did good. Probably a little good. bit better. He Mike could shoot a little perfect. bit better. He had a better handle than, he than Mike. Mike. Mike did it first. He gave him the blue. Yeah, play. but he, he took it and made it better. That's yeah. that's my point. His degree of difficulty on shots <clears throat> is unmatched. Nope, nobody, they wouldn't even take the shots that he would, would attempt in a game. And, and that's a positive and a negative, but that's the entertainment value. That's the motivation value that I'm talking about. To All me, I can say is, <laughs> to that point, I don't even want to throw a statistic up there. Well, you a career 50% shooter, and uh, you, can't, you can't come to me and say Kobe was 
Okay, but hold on. Now, my argument yeah, yeah, is that. You got to do it more efficiently yeah. than Kobe. See, I hate efficiency because you know what efficiency says to me? And, and I see LeBron. I see LeBron. And this is no knock, but this is what they do. I see LeBron do this. I You're see. I see. <laughs> I don't really see yeah, Mike do this man, as much, I but I see I see superstars do this. Efficiency, what that tells me is when when times got tough and it was time to take a tough shot, you was like, oh man, I ain't gonna take this tough shot because it's gonna lower my field goal. But you know that won't MJ so. Oh, he. When I go back and watch Mike now, he did 